Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. We're here today with Ananga Sivir, who is a talented and amazing woman that I am so grateful to be a friend to and with, and uh, also a collaborative spirit on our Anxiety Slayer project. Nanga and I thought it would be a good idea to start to do some interviews and share some more information about stress relief and anxiety slayage via Ayurveda. And we came up with some questions and thought it would be cool to bat them about and see if we could be helpful and uh, provide more supportive information to our listeners. Ananga is a writer and teacher with a passion for helping people bring balance to their lives. Drawing from 20 years research in personal development and natural medicine, Ananga works from a diverse garden of healing techniques from Ayurveda, India's ancient science of life, to the latest developments in energy psychology. Trained in neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, and meridian energy therapies, Ananga has helped hundreds of people find relief from stress and anxiety in workshops and one-on-one sessions around the UK. She is the author of the EFT workbook, The Art and Science of Emotional Freedom, and launched Living by Design in 2005 to help people reduce stress and find their feet so they can take their life to a higher level. Ananga is also a prolific musician, and if you have the chance to check out some of her music, head on over to MySpace. Um, You can find that through Ananga's Living by Design website at www.livingbydesignonline.com. So welcome, Ananga. I'm so excited to move forward with our very first Anxiety Slayer interview. (laughs) Thanks, Shen. Me too. I thought that what we would do is just dive right into the questions and see where they take us. Sure. According to Ayurveda, can you tell me what causes anxiety? What brings it about in the first place? Basically, according to Ayurveda, the cause of anxiety is excessive sensory stimulation, too much incoming information. So it's very much a modern disease, although Ayurveda is an ancient system of healthcare because of its uh, underlying governing principles. It can give information on things in any time or space. So basically, when we're living in a society where there's constant noise, constant things to look at, and even when we're in bed trying to sleep, there may be the rumble of traffic or aircraft or something, these things are agitating to the nervous system and the nervous system becomes overwhelmed and overtaxed, and then we start to experience anxiety. Mm. I, I can relate to that on, on many <laughs> different levels. What does Ayurveda have to offer someone who is suffering from an anxiety attack or an anxious moment when they're at work or out and about? There's a lot of things to do. I mean, the, the first thing I should say is that the, the key to managing anxiety is to lower... Um, lower the bar, lower the base anxiety rate by taking care of yourself and taking supportive measures to nourish and protect your nervous system when you're not having a panic attack because that takes you off red alert and makes makes you a calmer person and a more protected person in general and that's something we can talk about in more detail but 
if you're out and about and panic or anxiety happens, there are lots of things you can do via breathing techniques or using pressure points on the body. In Ayurveda, these are called mama points, and there are many vital energy points on the body that can be used to directly impact the nervous system and calm it down. So one of those is right in the middle of the palm of the hand, and uh, we've got more information in our Anxiety Slayer material on, on how to do this specifically. But it's very simple. You just make a fist with your hand so that your fingers, your middle fingers, are resting in the middle of your palm. And then you locate that point in the middle of your palm with the thumb of the opposite hand, and you just press and hold that point very simply and take a few deep breaths. And just by holding that point for a minute, it greatly calms down your nervous system. So that's one little simple thing you can use on the go. Wow, that's really excellent. Are there any mental techniques or herbal remedies that people can try? Yeah, there's loads. Ayurveda's got a really diverse collection of, uh, of techniques. Being a, a sister with yoga, it shares a lot of techniques with yoga. One fantastic mental technique is to just mentally shift your awareness back inside your head when you're um, contacting stressful and anxious feelings, your awareness tends to be right where your eyes are, right on the front of your face. And just by mentally bringing that awareness back and observing the situation more detachedly, you can come away from being caught up in the thoughts of, what if I faint? What if this happens? What if that happens? You can come back and kind of observe yourself going through it, which is it's just a more detached way. You're not so caught up in those awful feelings takes a little practice, but uh, it's very, very effective. Most interesting. You know, I've noticed that Ayurveda is, is not as popular and readily available as, as Chinese medicine, for instance, which has become so popular that, um, that you can go to just about any place and find herbs or ginseng, etc. So when you're trying to apply Ayurveda to yourself, how do you access the herbs and remedies that you can use personally? Well, Ayurveda really has a very rich and ancient a kind of wise woman tradition where there is lots of herbs in your kitchen, lots of cooking spices in your kitchen that can help reduce anxiety. So on the one hand, we have a lot of things that can help us right there if, if we can learn to use them. And I'll explain that a bit more in a moment. And the other thing is, although Ayurveda isn't as accessible as Chinese medicine at the moment, there are um, a wealth of wonderful practitioners in the West. Uh, here in the UK, we have Pucker Herbs, which is run by a very experienced practitioner called Sebastian Pohl. So his herbs are available on the internet at puckerherbs.com. And in the US, you have a wonderful company called Banyan Botanicals, um, who also have an excellent range of herbs. And there's also Maharishi Ayurveda, who have a podcast with lots of information and, and a good array of herbs on the web, their website. So although it's not so easy to just walk into a, a, a store where these things are available, they, they are there if you, if you know where to look. Excellent. Can you tell me more about um, the kind of remedies we might find in our own kitchens? Yeah, there's, um, there's some beautiful, easily available things you can use from your kitchen cupboard. Um, herbally, nutmeg is a very gentle sedative. It can help sleep. It helps reduce heart palpitations and feelings of anxiety in general. So adding a pinch of nutmeg to warm milk at bedtime, for example, that's a really good way to relax the nervous system. 
or if during the day you find that you're suffering with a racing heart from anxious feelings, you can mix a cup of orange juice with a pinch of nutmeg and a teaspoonful of honey and mix that up thoroughly and that can help calm any feelings of anxiety. So that's just one from the kitchen cupboard. Well, um, and I can tell you that um, you recommended that I do that months ago and I did and not only was it helpful, but it was quite tasty. It was quite lovely. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. I always feel really satisfied when you can take things from a from a cupboard in your kitchen and you can help yourself or your kids, family and friends. I find that really uh, exciting. It gets my inner apothecary going. I think it's really mm-hmm. lovely. And um, a lot of home Ayurvedic remedies are very tasty. There's another one you can make with uh, warm milk and um, you can use saffron, a few strands of saffron, which is also delicious and looks lovely because the milk goes a lovely yellow color and saffron's very soothing to the heart if somebody's suffering from heartbreak or you know really intense sad emotions involving the heart saffron is a real healer for that it's very supportive to the nervous system wow and so i have a question for you yeah i i've been drawn to and maybe somebody along the line told me to do this and i'm just not remembering but Sometimes if, if, I, if I'm feeling um, like my stomach is a little upset or maybe the onset of um, maybe a little bit of nausea or uh, heartburn, um, I've, I have taken a piece of candied ginger mm-hmm. or if I have raw ginger, like a teaspoon of ginger, and thankfully I like ginger because it's quite strong, but, and it's worked beautifully to calm my stomach. Now, is that... Ayurveda? Yeah. Yeah, Ayurveda is knowing the properties of everything, you, me, and the plants and herbs and the environment around us, and then knowing how they interact with each other. So using ginger like that is very calming to the stomach. Fresh ginger is less likely to upset uh, somebody who's running hot. Powdered ginger is more hot, more pungent, so fresh ginger is definitely the the safer bet when when dealing with things like that. But um, you can also use powdered ginger in a bath, a third of a cup of powdered ginger with a third of a cup of baking soda and soak in the evening for 10 to 15 minutes in a warm bath. And that also helps reduce anxiety. So ginger is a really incredible herb. Amazing. It has so many healing properties. It's fantastic. Well, now you're speaking my language and you're talking about taking a warm bath. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, So help me pronounce Ayurveda properly? Is it Ayurveda? Ayurveda? How do I say it properly? Because I think I'm probably butchering the name. No, I don't think so. I think sometimes, you know, English people and American people, we put, we put different inflections on things according to our, uh, our accents and our dialects. But um, okay. people often ask me that. They, they get tripped up and it, it causes a, a block in understanding between them and this really accessible healing science. So it's good. It's right. A simple way of doing it is to just say Ayurveda. Ayurveda. Yeah. And if Ayurveda. You can, if you can roll okay. your R's, I can't do it very well, but if you can, that helps. <laughs> Ayurveda. <laughs> <laughs> Ayurveda. Ayurveda. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's beautiful. And Ayur comes from Ayus, which means life. And Veda means knowledge, knowledge and wisdom. So it means the knowledge of life. So that that makes sense because I, I was just going to say, as I understand it, Ayurveda is a very ancient body of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So how does something that is so old 
relate to the anxiety and the stress that people get themselves into today? Yeah, that's a very good question. Because Ayurveda is based on timeless principles, which are based on the understanding and observation of all nature. So even in Ayurveda, you will find descriptions of, of very modern diseases like Parkinson's disease, which is called Kampavata in Ayurveda. So in Ayurveda, everything is given a name according to its dosha, which are the three doshas, Vata, Pitta, Kapha, which I know not everyone are familiar with. So we'll try and keep this really introductory. But if you just think of everything around us is composed of five main elements earth, water, fire, air, and ether, in various degrees. So if you're looking at fire, it's pretty much 100% fire. It's got some gases and some other stuff going on, but the main bulk of it is fire. That's really obvious. If you're looking at clay, you've got two elements of earth and water bound together. So you can see that as these ingredients that manifest everything in, in the universe, as they interact, they give different flavors to each other. When you look at a flower, the color in a flower comes from fire. The scent of a flower comes from the earth. So everything's got these properties bound up in them. And that means the herbs that we're using, the food that we're eating, and you and I, we've all got our different, um, what, how can I call it? Compositions? Yeah, different compositions and different proportions of those, thank you, of those ingredients within us. So that's how you get different individual body types. So it doesn't really matter whether you've got something, you know, a modern disease, something like anxiety, or we're seeing increasing uh, examples of senility, ADD, uh, Alzheimer's. These, these all appear to be increasingly manifest modern illnesses. But all of these illnesses, according to Ayurveda, have something in common, which is they all come from disturbance of vata, vata dosha. So going back to what we said earlier about anxiety being caused by too much mental stimulus and us becoming out of balance and ungrounded, many modern diseases that we're seeing now, particularly those that are affecting the mind, come from the same root. So there's a common understanding there with how everything works. And it doesn't matter if it's 5,000 years ago, or today, or 10,000 years into the future, it's all to do with how we're living and how we're interacting with our food, with our environment, with the people around us, with our own personal routine and our own sense of self-care. That's where the understanding of all disease comes from. Thank you for listening to The Anxiety Slayer. If you like what you just heard, please share this podcast with your friends. You're welcome to visit the Anxiety Slayer blog at anxietyslayer.com. Until we slay again.